which for us is like years. It has not been two weeks. Oh, it's only been a week, hasn't it? Yeah, it's only been a week. <laughs> See what I mean? It feels like years. Yeah. If I was like, wait, I did not lose two weeks, did I? <laughs> no. Yeah, we were together at Rail Sass. I came home and went on sabbatical. So my timeline's all messed up too. Yeah. I just returned literally like an hour ago from seeing Chris and Brooke and oh, yeah? Baby Jackson. Yeah. How are they? They're good. They're really good. Everyone healthy. Everyone's healthy. Everyone's happy and good, good, good. Yeah. Shannon and I left yesterday morning, went up. Shannon took newborn photos and we hung out and then came back this morning. Nice. Stayed at our favorite Fairfield Inn. Ah, yes. Old reliable. Also tried to get food at 1030 last night in Mm -hmm. that little area. Every place was closed. Every place. All the fast foods. Taco what about the 24-hour Walmart? I don't know if it had a restaurant in it. I was too... Oh, I don't need a restaurant to get a meal at a Walmart, my friend. I went to the snack area in the hotel and bought some... Gotcha. Beef jerky bites and some Doritos and made it through. Also, Good. I listened to podcasts on the way to and fro. And I was looking for like a specific person... And so I like got a couple of different podcasts and two or three of the podcasts started off kind of like bantering like we do. And I was, I don't listen to those podcasts and I was like, this is awful. And so I kept skipping it. And then I thought, does that happen to us? Is everyone like, this is awful and skip the first five minutes. Dang. I like listening to those parts. There's a few shows that I listen to where they kind of catch up in the beginning and it's kind of fun because it kind of makes you feel like you're a part of it. Less so than like, we're just talking at you. I think if I listen to those shows more regularly, I would feel that way. Also, a lot of the shows I listened to, they were like more famous shows and they had three ads, a welcome, two more ads, uh, banter, yeah. the interview. It was like 10 minutes in. Corporate podcasting. Yes. Yes. I don't even, when does our sponsor mid roll? Mid roll. See? Mm-hmm. Get you engaged and then. Hop away for a second. Yep. But if people want eight minutes of ads, like (laughs) (laughs) we want to turn this into a sitcom. Ruby for all is looking for sponsors. So yeah, I would love to turn into a all ads, no show. Brought to you by Casper and Chewy.com. And I like Chewy. Those are like Starburst things, right? So I think it's like a pet food or a pet toy. Oh, yes. You're also... Correct. Hold on. There's chewy. I don't even know. Gelatin. Is that what it is called? I don't know what you're talking about. Cut, like, cut this out. There. Okay. No, it it's, not called chewy. it's not called chewy. There's some like Starburst alternative that's made with like real fruit. Oh, hi chew. Uh, that's what I was yeah, thinking of. It's Japanese, right? I have no idea. I just know it's well, really good. My friend had family who lived in Japan. Yeah, the famous fruity, chewy candy from Japan. It's excellent. I used to think it was like a yogurt candy. But yeah, I love Haichu. I think that's a wrap for this week. Yep, there we go. Chris is not here. Chris had a baby. Chris had a baby. Accessible deployment. Amen. I'm on sabbatical for three more weeks and was like, I'm not going to record your remote Ruby Sea, y'all. And then Chris was like, 
jokes on you. I'm going to have a baby. And as Andrew has pointed out, maybe we're just scared to let you roam free for a few weeks. Yeah. We'll have to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it now. What do you want to talk about that you don't want us around for? Oh, I have no, nothing. I would just come up with something on the spot and just start riffing. Or I would pull someone from the community and be like, hey, or someone who also has a podcast like Drew or Brittany or someone be like, hey, what I you doing? swear to God, if Drew comes on when I'm not here, I'm going to like rage. Okay. So uh, noted. He just keeps going on Britney's show. And we're like, hey, come on, remote Ruby. It's like, I want to have something good to say when everything he says is good. Yeah. Well, segueing, we saw Drew in LA. And Britney. Saw a lot of fun people that we know in the community. What are your feelings now that it's been like a week since we've gotten back? I really enjoyed going to Rail SAS. So if, if anyone's listening, Andrew and I were at the Rail SAS conference in Los Angeles, California. October 6th and 7th of this year, 2022. It was a conference focused on the intersection of business and rails. I am tired. That conference was fun. Maybe it's traveling from Memphis to LA and then getting from the airport to the hotel and then just like hitting the ground running. But people have asked me how I thought the conference went. I'm like, I thought it was great, but I feel like it went by so fast and it was so busy. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt. It was shorter than normal, right? Because RubyCon and RailsCon for three days. They were three days. So it, it felt shorter. Yeah. When we've done Southeast Ruby, it's usually a two-day conference. Was Sin City Ruby two days? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Well, it was like a lot packed into two days. And I felt like I went to, well, except for the first day afternoon, I went to more talks than normal. So maybe that had something to do with it. But yeah, I got home and I was just depleted of energy and, you know, mental stamina and yeah, had a rough, rough week following it. But yeah, it was so much fun. It was fun. I think it was more draining than normal because I wanted to not socialize, but I like wanted to like get to know people all right there that I didn't know. Yeah. And that was fun. But I got there Wednesday. Roman happened to be at the airport. Mm-hmm. paired up with him, shared an Uber ride, which took what feels like a whole another day of traveling to get from the airport to the hotel, met you. And then the next thing I know, we're at dinner at third base, which sounds weird to say. <laughs> we got to third base quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet God. But yeah, it was fun. Like you, I went to more talks than I normally do because I don't know, they were just very high quality topics yeah. and talks. Yeah. The talks were really good. Like maybe some of the best I've seen before. I think the only one I miss, I miss one after lunch the first day. Cause I just needed to go be quiet. And then the second day I miss Mike's talk right before mine. But other than that, I was at everyone and not just at every talk, like paying attention, which yeah. as for someone like, who has trouble paying attention to things just goes to show how engaging it was. Yeah, no, same. I do remember a lot from this conference. I didn't take notes as much as I usually do, but yeah, I have found that this stuff has been sticking around in my head, especially like the speakers themselves. It's like, oh yeah, Nadia gave a great talk and Joe gave a great talk. And the quality of the talks, shout out to Andrew Culver who organized all this, but the quality of the talks was excellent. I agree. Let's just talk about them. Let's talk about the talks. 
Okay. So Nadia is taught getting, I'll pull up the schedule here, getting to 1 million users as a one woman dev team. I thought that was an awesome talk. That story was so cool because a lot yeah. of the business talks I see too are like building B2B, like business to business businesses. That's a lot of business. And her company is what you consider business to consumer B2C. So she's built a Goodreads alternative, which Goodreads got bought by Amazon. A lot of people. It went to crap. Yeah. Like I started reading my Kindle again and it's like, you want to use Goodreads? And I'm like, not really. Um, Yeah. But it was really cool because it was not only like, here's the story I went through, like from starting a B2C business, here's some of the tech stack and here's how we were able to achieve this using this tech stack. And I just thought it was a heck of a way to start off the conference. Yeah, I really enjoyed when she was talking about how they encountered certain growth spurts and how there was work on the back end to like scale everything up and what went into that and like planning for that in the future. Their development philosophy, I thought was really interesting. And yeah, just overall, like fantastic talk, fantastic way to lead off the conference. 100%. And then Joe Mazzalotti gave a talk. The title was, why are we afraid to hire junior Rails developers? Which is something if you've listened to the show before, we've talked about many times over. So I actually had a call with Joe to which he pulled out Maybe the most depressing thing I said in that call and use it as a quote in the talk, (laughs) but I stand by it. So the quote was something around how, like, I have friends who want to change careers to become developers and I don't feel comfortable telling them to learn Ruby because I don't want to steer them in the wrong direction and they bank on learning Ruby and not be able to get a job. I feel I have to, as a good friend, tell them to go learn JavaScript or something where there's a lot of jobs available and that kind of, I don't know. It doesn't kind of, that sucks. Yeah. And I like that Joe chose this topic because it's kind of highlighting that it does suck. And there are things that we can do in the community to improve it and kind of making some of those challenges to a room full of people who are running businesses. Yep. Or starting new Rails businesses. Yes. And kind of have the opportunity to maybe set that as a standard as building their business. Yeah. 100%. Michael Buckby. Buckby? Oh, God. Sorry if you're listening. Practical SaaS security. That talk was awesome. So yeah, he went through different scenarios he's encountered on behalf of like customers of his, like different type of like security breaches or incidents and just like a couple of ways you can protect yourself, but also introduce a new open source tool. Called Wafris. W-A-F-R-I-S. I asked if I could be on the beta of that. I noticed your name when I was telling him that I was also interested, (laughs) but it was too late to be like, oh, I see Jason's already got this covered. Yeah, it's interesting. So basically he wants to build a kind of like open source web application firewall and like monitoring tool. And I think that's a huge net positive for our, our community. Yeah. I mean, and you know how interested I am in security. So I was like glued to that talk. It was really, really interesting and just kind of showing like, Talking about some things that most people don't think about during their day-to-day, like the WAF, like the web application firewall. Like most of us have one, but how many times do you think about it and like even really know what it is? So I thought that was really informational. The project they're working on, WAFRIS, is really cool. And yeah, I'm excited to see what more kind of comes from that. Then it was lunch break where we went to Danny Trejas Tacos. Which was so good. He also, Danny Trejas also has a donut and coffee shop. I did not know that. Danny Trejas, an actor and also a entrepreneur. Shout out Danny Trejas. Yep. Shout out. 
After that was Rails and the part-time founder with Don Pottinger. And that, unfortunately, I did not make it to. See, the Monday afternoon talks, I fell asleep after lunch. Oh, I know. Yeah. So I didn't make it to those. I didn't make it to that one. I've Part of the decision for me to go back to my room and rest was that, or something we haven't mentioned, but you may already know, these talks were recorded by three cameras, professional audio. We had makeup done. There was a production going on. And so I will be able to watch any of these back. So I was like, well, I will go rest and watch that one. But I had to make it to Adam's talk, Advanced Rolls and Rails. Yeah, I so wanted to go to that one. It was cool. So basically Bullet Train, they have a rolls gym and it's built on top of Can Can Can, which came from Can Can. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't call it Can 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 Can, but... No idea. Well, I never really used it. Well, you can. Ah, there we go. It was cool. I've been following Adam on Twitter for a while, so it's nice to like meet in person. He does work with Bullet Train. He's also got a startup called Sleep HQ, which is about like monitoring CPAP machine data, things like that. So we were, I was actually like standing in the lobby Saturday getting ready to leave. And he's like, oh, what machine do you have? Because my CPAP, he just knows by the bag. And I had a very nerdy CPAP conversation for the first time, which was cool. Nice. Yeah. That's an interesting thing too. I was telling him because, so I have a Phillips machine and they have an app for it and it blows. I don't even use it, but those yeah. it's like they know how many breaths I take at night and it's pretty wild. Yeah. Sleep analysis as like a general, like consumer product field is definitely increasing. Like I'm seeing more and more products coming out to track your sleep, like special pillows and the Apple like ecosystem is like steadily building out tools for that. So yeah, sleep is important. I need to remind myself. It was cool. And then Sarone's talk on stewards was talking about like we're stewards of data and privacy and things like that. It was an incredible talk covered. I don't know. <laughs> Opened my eyes to like, cause I think, Oh, I'm a pretty good steward with data. I'm good about trying to, encrypt certain data and like that's good enough and right. like she was talking about the ways like companies trace different applications and things together to like paint a picture of someone and it was like oh yikes it was really good yeah that sounds good i'll have to watch it when it comes out that was day one hi my name is andrew mason and i like to tell you about honey badger whether us east one is down or you forget to add a configuration file everyone has an outage from time to time when your next outage occurs, transparency is critical. The difference between a minor annoyance that people soon forget and a fiasco that creates sustained resentment is how you communicate. That's why you need Honey Badger. Honey Badger is a crucial component of your incident response plan with their uptime monitoring service that now has an exciting new feature, public status pages. Create a new status page with custom domains, branding, and more. Don't let Twitter be the only way your users can find out if your app's down. Sign up for Honey Badger to improve your incident response with a shiny new status page that you'll be proud to show users. Visit honeybadger.io and start giving your users a better experience today. Let them know that Remote Ruby and specifically Andrew Mason sent you. We made it to Star Wars Cantina for about six minutes. Yeah, because I was having a temper tantrum. <laughs> I mean, you were hungry. I get it. I was very hungry. <laughs> The story canteen was really cool, but I looked at the menu and I was like, this is not the type of establishment to order food from and I need food. It was a cool vibe. 
After we ate dinner at the pizza place, I was too tired to go back. Yeah. And I was like searching for a reason to go to sleep. So, well, that was cool. We also got to hang out with Eric Halverson. I also logged out of Twitter for my sabbatical. So, yeah, I'm going off over here. Hanging out with Eric was a lot of fun. Eric's story is cool. I hope he doesn't mind us sharing part of it. But Eric is not working full time as a developer, but is getting into Rails, has been around programming, really likes the community. And there were a couple of people at the conference I met that weren't actually programming as their day job. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's so cool. I think it speaks a lot to like the Ruby and Rails community that people who aren't necessarily doing that for a living feel welcomed and comfortable coming to those type of events and hanging out. Yeah, I think that's really cool. So yeah, hanging out there was fun. Next day I was, was nervous. Yeah, I know. I know. All right. So we started with Todd Dickerson. So one of the co-founders of ClickFunnels. ClickFunnels was one of the big sponsors of the conference. So Todd talked about, the talk title was Choosing Rails All Over Again. And basically talked about how they're exploring new ideas and are like Rails newing. Yeah. To build their, this. Yeah, their app. Yeah. And they have a huge app from what I hear. That's, so no that's small what it sounded like. I mean, they've brought in people like Nate Hopkins now works for them and they're like doing a lot of the reactive rails kind of philosophy that Nate and I were really preaching about a few years ago and other people are now preaching about. And so, yeah, it's really cool to see kind of hear their story and kind of see what they're kind of doing and thinking about as they're building out like a new version of the application on top of this massive product that they have. Yeah, it was just cool to hear someone at that high of a level of a company that large talk about like programming. I don't know. I thought that was cool. Well, yeah. And talking about how he will literally like jump in the code. And yeah, it was really cool to hear someone at such a big company speak so proficiently about the technology they're using. Right. Yeah, it was cool. Colleen gave a talk, Dynamic Filtering in Rails with Refine. That was a great talk. That talk was so cool. I thought it was cool how she like pre-recorded the coding and so she was able to like hit play on it and explain it i thought that was right. really cool how she did that but we've had colleen on before colleen with hammerstone they've built the refined query builder for both rails and laravel we can link to that episode in the show notes and that talk was awesome she was bullet trained to build a real estate application and talked about building all these complex filters and queries mm-hmm X number of bedrooms and this type of style and combining right. all those and saving them. And it was cool. It was a good talk. Yeah, it was inspirational for me. Like I started snapping pictures of her code because I was like, this is helpful for me for something I'm working on. So it was very, very interesting. That's also, if anyone follows us on Twitter, that's where the nod God came from. Was that talk? Yes, the nod God. She asked me if I would sit and nod because I am a nodder. When I'm listening, I'm an active listener. And I heard on a podcast a long time ago that it's really helpful to look out into a crowd of mostly blank faces and see like one person like nodding along. So ever since then, I've tried to like actively do it when I think about it. Yeah, it's amazing. It makes you feel that someone there is engaged. It's very helpful. Right. After Colleen was Evan Phoenix. He gave a talk called Communities and Innovation Engine. Evan was the like the director, I think. Of- I think so. Director of Ruby Central for a long time. Evan's persona, his personality, was a lot of what made me feel so comfortable at my first RailsConf in 2015. And then RailsConf is 2018, I think, maybe 2017. I was on the program committee 
and I got to meet his wife, Abby, who was basically like doing a ton of the overseeing of Ruby Central conferences. And they are just two of the most fantastic people. So it was really cool that he was there at this conference. Yeah, I don't know if I've met Evan personally. I feel like we have we ever podcasted with him? Maybe not. We have not. No. I had the opportunity to be introduced to him and I was like too nervous or whatever. And I was like people, but I met Abby when I was volunteering at RailsConf 2018. Like I was still a student, still in college and I volunteered and that's how I got to go for free. And I met her and she was awesome. So I don't think she's involved with Ruby Central anymore, but she did a great, great job when she was. Yeah. Both just awesome. His talk was talking about just how communities have played a part in computing like all the way like his whole story that started in like the 1800s about like mathematics and stuff nice it was cool i really enjoyed that talk did you lunch anywhere special that day no i don't remember what i did for lunch i had lunch with two of the folks from entry entri and talked about their application a little bit Nice. And then went and panicked for an hour. So I missed Mike's talk, Building at the Speed of Rails. Were you there for that one? I believe so. I can't remember. I was definitely there, Building at the Speed of Rails. I don't remember. It's possible I wasn't. Mike, I'm sorry. This is why I usually take notes. (laughs) Sorry. This is why I take notes because my memory is so poor and I just didn't take notes that day. And then I gave a talk on the Rails Renaissance. Yeah. Which was fantastic. Had the nod god there, front row. Yep, of course. In my contract. The first day we were there, you and I were sitting like outside of the camera view. And they're like, we need someone to sit up front. And I was like, Andrew, do it. And you were effectively like, F no. And then not three seconds later, Andrew Culver looks at you and says, Andrew, come sit up here. You're like, all right, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, because I don't want to sit at the front. I can and will. There's different levels of expectation, right? Because if I sit at the back, then my attention can be loose and fluid, you know? But I'm (laughs) sitting at the front, I feel like an obligation to the speaker to be like, I am here and I am actively listening and I am paying attention, et cetera, and showing them the respect that they're due. So it's not only that, in this particular case, the amount of effort you put to paying attention will forever live on the internet. Yes. So much effort. Yikes. Yeah, my talk was on the Rails Renaissance. So I went through like the history of Rails and what I consider to be kind of a dark ages of the story of Rails and then how we've come out of that and how the future is exciting. It was a fun talk and it was different than anything I had done before. So Yeah, very well received though. I thought it was great. I appreciate that. I worked really hard on that talk. I rehearsed it more than the talk I've ever rehearsed. So Yeah, it showed. You killed it. And Andrew Colvert closed us out with a talk called I Was Wrong, But Since We're Here. Mm -hmm. And went through a lot of bullet train things very quickly because we had a time crunch. Yep, that was great. And then we all kind of closed out and went up to the pool area and hung out for a while. And then went and got dinner. The talks were great. We met a ton of just like awesome people, I feel like. And saw a ton of people that we know and love. Yeah. Like Roman and Drew and Brittany. Brittany and Colleen. Colleen. We had a Tom. Mm-hmm. Tom was awesome. Tom was yeah. bus route. That Tom Rosie. Yeah. That was a ton of fun. I got to meet Adam Palazzi. Palazzi. Palazzi sounds right. And there were tons of other people 
that we met. I'm sorry if I'm not mentioning yeah. everyone by name, but There's so many. I got to hang out with Eric and Nate a little bit. That's always fun. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Hanging out with Eric and Nate was great. I, I didn't get to hang out with Eric a ton. I got to hang out with Nate some. He showed me what he was working on. Oh, Casper was there. Yeah. That was cool. Finally, that like, was a lot of fun. Meet Casper in person. Yeah. It was good. Evil Martians crew was there. Yes. Yes. Got to give a shout out to Paula, the makeup artist. Yeah. She dabbed you up. And it took 15 minutes. Felt like. No, it was more like 30 seconds, but yeah, I'm sure it did. Like midway through my talk, I was just like, like I just got out of the shower in sweat, but I grew out my mustache for this thing. I was trying to do like a Renaissance yeah. mustache. Didn't work. But, <laughs> but she was like, oh, you want me to like trim parts of your mustache for you? I was like, yeah. yes, yeah, yes, I do. Please. So, cool. It was cool. Overall, it was a ton of fun. Yeah. People have asked, oh, did you get to like, CLA and I was like I could have but I didn't because again it just felt like yeah it was a quick so trip it felt rushed but yeah. not rushed it was like a blur to me yeah but yeah LA was cool I had never been there before so it was kind of interesting yeah oh Adam McCree was there Rails Auto Scale that was yep. cool I was like talking to Adam James Garcia been following mm-hmm. on Twitter for a while got to meet in person yeah it's just a lot of stories like that People you get to see in real life that you kind of feel like you know from the internet. I don't know. Those are always fun. Yeah. And then we had dinner and kind of parted ways. And then Drew and I hung out a little bit that evening and talked about view components and got to hang out with him. And that's, I always enjoy hanging out with Drew. That's cool. I love Drew so much. Him and I rode to the airport together, but my flight didn't leave for like three or four hours after his. So I just posted up the airport. But Nice. I exited the plane and he rounded the corner and was like, Andrew. And I'm like, oh, sweet. My afternoon has just become so much easier with someone else here. Yeah, that's how it was for me when I found out Roman was at the airport still. I was like, sweet. Yeah, but yeah other yeah. than that, I mean, again, a ton of fun. I'm optimistic they'll do it again. It has me kind of itching to call Ernie and talk about doing Southeast Ruby again. It will not. Yeah be near as spectacular as real sass, but yeah, cool. I like that the regional conferences seem to be making a little bit of a comeback. Big shout out to Andrew Culver. It was a ton of fun. It was different from a lot of other ones I've been to. And I think that's what made it kind of special. And so I think so too. Yeah. Big, big shout out to him for all his work on that. I know, well, you know more than I do. I'm sure that was a ton of work. So it was a ton of fun. Yeah. He told me that I, the first day of the conference that he only got 45 minutes of sleep the night before. Yeah. It's like, I, I, I expect guy. that, but I'm excited for those talks to come out again, watch them. So I'm, outside of that, I don't think I have much else I've been working on. Not like intently, but I'm picking back up now that my talks over my active record course stuff. Yeah. And I'm actually writing out the content now and, I'm excited to stop talking about and start like doing so. Yeah. I got to play with credits today for the first time and use it on a feature at work. And so that was really interesting because like I've used Redis like my whole career, but have never used it as a key value. (laughs) I've always used it as a key value store, but in the sense of like actually like outside of your, like your caching and using um, it directly. Yeah. Using it directly. Yeah. And Andrea suggested I use Credis. So I took a look at that and I was like, oh, this is perfect. This is 
basically just what I want. So I replaced some functionality we were doing with a cookie that was unreliable with credits. Credits cool. calls. And it was basically one to one mapping almost. It was really cool. Really? I want to ask you more about it, but I'm also trying to avoid digging into yeah. work while I'm off. But is this a feature we worked on together at one point? Yes. All right. Yes, it is. Are you on support net this week? No, I'm not. I was okay. the other week. Okay, I see. I was last, no, week before last. The week I left, the week I went to RailsAS because I didn't plan properly. That's the story of my life. Oh, this is the thing I wanted to do while recording. So the last day I was at the hotel right before I left, I was getting out of the shower. And if your shower is like mine, it's like really long. Mm-hmm. And I went to like step over the, I don't know what you call it the lip between the shower and the floor. Yeah. And I fell. Oh my God. No, I slipped and I was like, this is it. And wow. this was my bruise. Jeez. On, like, on the side of my leg. I know this is the audio podcast and y'all can't see this, but it is literally black. It was the size of like an IHOP pancake. By Damn. the time I got home, I like went to change clothes that night and I hadn't told Shannon I fell and she was like, what the? Ow. You Okay. Yeah, I'm great now. I was more worried that I like break something in the room. Is it going to cost me money? But not worried about breaking your tailbone. I mean, I guess not. (laughs) So there's this random story. I'm not going to explain it about this girl who broke her tailbone recently at an event that I've been following. And like, it's bad. Shannon's broken her tailbone before. Yeah. Before I knew her, she was on a ski trip. And she she had fusions or a rod. I don't think so. I don't know. I'm going to ask her. Yeah. The stories she tells are like, that sounds like a terrible thing to happen. Yeah. Well, good job on not breaking your back. That yeah. was an interesting call to receive. Hey, Andrew, help. I fall and I can't get up. Yeah. By the way, I just got a shower. So yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. I used to be a lifeguard. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I literally thought this is it. This is it. I'm just going to lay down and die. <laughs> I always knew this is how it would be in a damn. On the floor of a hotel room, naked. In LA. Damn. (laughs) Crazy weekend. Well, good to see you. I am sure that we will talk again maybe next week, maybe this week, because we're kind of late on podcasts. But (laughs) spill the secrets. Yikes. Okay. See you. Bye. Bye.